the end of war. Guns and bombs, rockets and warships are all symbols of human failure. Lyndon B. Johnson. Great Grandpa, tell us about September 11th. We'll be learning about it next week in school. What was it like to live through that time? On a cold Thanksgiving day in the year 2041, shortly after the 40th anniversary of 911, my partner Nina and I were spending the holiday with her two sons and their families in Holyoke, Massachusetts, where they lived. Now in my 90s, I was relaxing in a comfortable brown recliner by the living room fireplace, surrounded by Nina's three great-grandkids, ages 9 to 12. The other family members were in the kitchen preparing our holiday dinner. Asher, the oldest, with shoulder-length golden hair, had asked me about 911 as he played with his Legos on the carpet by my chair. I needed a few moments to think about how I wanted to share that terrible experience with these youngsters. I had dreadful memories of that day with all the death and destruction that happened. It was an awful time to live through, I finally responded. I had a job teaching software classes to the Coast Guard in Alameda, California, I was busy setting up the room for my Tuesday morning class when a young lieutenant walked by, looked into the room, and said in a forceful voice, you need to turn on your radio. Then he hurried off. I was frightened by the alarm tone in his voice and didn't have a radio with me, so I ran out of the building and over to where my car was parked. Why didn't you just watch the news on your cell phone? Ridley asked. The freckled, brown-haired, ten-year-old sat cross-legged on the carpet next to his cousin, Asher. There were no cell phones back then, I explained. So I hopped into my car, turned on the radio, and was shocked by what I heard. A 767 jetliner had crashed into one of the World Trade Center buildings in New York City. It was the first of four coordinated terrorist attacks and the beginning of a horrific era for our country. I grew up in New York, lived in Manhattan, and had once visited the World Trade Center. I had nice memories of those times, and it was hard to take in what was now happening there. Asher stopped playing with his Legos. Were you scared? He asked. We were all scared, I responded. 911 made us feel vulnerable, defenseless, and no longer safe. We didn't know what to expect, and I couldn't sleep for many nights after it happened. Four airliners were hijacked by terrorists that day, and they planned to crash them into major American buildings. Two planes hit the World Trade Twin Towers and caused them to collapse. A third hit the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., and a fourth plane crashed into a field in Pennsylvania after the passengers revolted. Thousands of people were killed in those attacks, 
Rescuers were exposed to toxic fumes from the burning towers, and thousands more developed 911-related cancer. The kids looked up at me with wide eyes and open mouths. Asher turned away and looked out the window. A lot of bad stuff was happening, he observed, hunching his shoulders. I shifted my gaze to the fire and the comforting fireplace. I realized that I had been talking tensely with my hands in my pockets. I moved them out to the armrests on the recliner. This was such a heavy topic, and I needed to pause and feel my breath once again. Do you kids want to hear more? They nodded, and I continued. For months after 911, the news media reported on the horrible events, and we all walked around in shocked numbness from everything that we learned. It was all over the TV and radio from morning till night and difficult to make sense of. To watch or listen could make you want to cry. It was so hard to understand why anyone would want to cause such a catastrophe. It felt like our lives were turned upside down. Were you with great-grandma back then? asked Talia, Ash's blonde, diminutive, nine-year-old sister. No, I answered. This happened before I met your great-grandma. Why did those people do that to us? Ridley asked. They were terrorists. They blamed us for all their troubles at home and wanted to kill a lot of Americans. Their actions caused thousands of innocent lives to be lost. Many more lives were lost when we responded by invading and occupying Afghanistan and Iraq. And that's the problem with war and with all violence. It solves nothing and brings misery, suffering, and death to all sides in a conflict. Human history is replete with examples of this. But now, for the first time in history, for the very first time since humans began to walk this earth, we have achieved the ability to live in peace. We have brought into existence a new mechanism that has worked well over the past 20 years, and it gives us a way to finally end the wars and the bloodshed. People everywhere can now come together and live peacefully with each other. This is the supreme gift that we will give to our children and to future generations. Dinner would soon be ready, and the enticing smell of roasting turkey wafted through the air. I was getting hungry. How did we end wars? Asher asked. With the creation of a new technology known as the ULR, which stands for the Undue Light Ray. What's that? Talia wanted to know. It's a way to undo the terrible effects of war and violence after it has happened. I'm sure that you have all used Microsoft Word to create your school reports. Everyone nodded. So you already know about the undo button that can fix your mistakes. 
Well, now there's an undo button in life that can automatically undo the terrible consequences of war. This technology is overseen and administered by the United Nations and is housed at several high-security sites throughout the world. It's based on the principle that people are unlikely to initiate violence if they know that the effects of their violence will be neutralized and undone. The ULR has turned violence into a useless effort and made weapons obsolete, relics of the past. The ULR has helped us all to live in peace. How does this undoing work? asked Asher as he continued to build his Lagos airplane. It makes use of a worldwide surveillance system comprised of satellites and powerful quantum computers. Thousands of satellites circle the globe every day to monitor all events that occur in our lives. The computers analyze these occurrences, search for disruptive events, known as DE, and rank their degree of violence according to a predetermined range. When a sufficient intensity is reached to produce, produce physical injury or destructive force, then an undue light ray automatically beams down from the satellites to that precise location on the Earth. The ULR undoes the bad effects of whatever happened. I now had the children's rapt attention. How can the ULR undo an event? Asher asked, a skeptical tone in his voice. As with GPS technology, all locations on Earth have been mapped and divided into tiny virtual cells. When the computers determine that a maximum threshold of violence has been reached in any cell location, then the satellite quickly aims its beam and undoes the effects of that violence. It does this through a kind of rewinding process, much the way streaming works with our TVs. Just as you can go back to a particular point in a film, we now have the capability to rewind an event and restore things to how they were before the violence took place. What kinds of things can the ULR undo? asked Talia, biting at a fingernail on her left hand. Bombings, missile attacks, assassinations, or any violent act of a man-made nature. What about natural events like earthquakes and volcanoes? Ridley wondered out loud as he played with a few Legos from Asher's pile. No, our technology is good, but not that good. Maybe someday. In our word processor, there's also a redo button, said Ridley. Can we redo an event after it happens? No, that's not possible. At least, not yet. The three kids were wide-eyed and appeared to be captivated by my words, so I decided to give them a demonstration. I reached into my back pocket and pulled out my mini ULR device. This is a tiny version of the ULR technology that I've been describing. It looks just like a cell phone, but it can do so much more. 
Do your parents have one of these gadgets? I once heard Dad talking about it, Asher responded. No, Ridley chimed in. Talia shook her head. Let me demonstrate it for all of you. I turned on the device and placed it on the glass coffee table. Let's do something really bad, I said. I'm going to spill my coffee on this beautiful tan Persian carpet. No, Talia screamed, covering her brown eyes with her small hands. No worries, I assured her. We'll be able to undo the harm. They all jumped up from the floor and gathered around me as I lifted my ULR off the table. See the icon on my screen with the curved blue arrow pointing to the left? This app will undo the damage for us. I lifted my coffee cup, tilted it over, and slowly spilled its entire contents on the elegant tan carpet. A two-foot-wide pool of hot brown liquid seeped into the delicate carpet fibers, and a smell of coffee filled the air. The kids looked horrified. Now watch this, I said. I opened the undo app on my ULR, aimed its camera at the carpet, and carefully positioned the entire brown stain at the very center of my screen. I pressed on the undo button at the top of the screen, and the stain immediately disappeared. The carpet was restored to its original state. Wow! they all yelled out in unison. That's amazing! Ridley shouted. Yes, it truly is amazing. This is a mini version of what the ULR technology can do when war or violence breaks out in the world. It has brought lasting peace to our planet for the first time in its history. Nina's tall, balding son, Dan, suddenly appeared from the kitchen. Thanksgiving dinner is now being served, he announced in a booming, cheerful voice. We all headed into the dining room to enjoy our Thanksgiving feast. Talking to the kids about 911 had brought back many painful memories of that horrible day that came crashing down on us so very long ago. I hadn't realized the extent to which I still felt affected by those events. It was good to know that these kids would no longer have to grow up in the violent world that I had experienced. I was thankful that I had lived to see mankind's final emergence from the dark ages of the past. Talia turned to me and said, I'm really thankful for the undo button. I feel the same way, my dear, I responded. It brings a very special gift to all of us. It has ended war and violence throughout the world. <laughs>